This is the Triad Podcast Network. We are recording. We are recording. Oh, good. Thank I want, God. I do want to figure out how to like, display something in the background. <sighs> just I just don't want to look at an airplay screen. It's like, yeah. It feels like it's like beckoning to me. Are you really a dad if you see like an airplay invitation and you don't take it up? Oh, that's right. I still don't understand how decibels work. It's like negative 59 decibels. That's so quiet. I know. Look it's at it. negative sound. Mute. The I'm sound mute. actually goes out of your ears instead of... Oh, that's right. It just sucks the sound out of your ears. It does. Is that how it works? Kind of like wax. Ooh. <laughs> It's a Q-tip it's for can, audio it's candling waves. your audio. Is there, any <laughs> de- is there any device that is like so clearly intended for something that a company has spent like 30 years trying to be like, I swear, don't use it for that? Oh, as Q-tips? Q-tips, right? Like you better not dig in your ears with this thing with its perfect soft <laughs> cotton and it's easy to use. It's a stick. So, you know, just clean the outside. Just yeah. the tip. It's like, it's just for, um, you know. Like, just to see how it feels? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just the Q-tip. <laughs> this podcast is rated e for everyone. Yeah, because everyone knows what it feels like to want to just <laughs> dig in your ear with a Q-tip. <laughs> Didn't know where you go with it. <laughs> Welcome to Triad Dads with a Drink. Ching. It feels different. It does feel different. different. It's Why little... is it different? This is the first time. Is this the first show we've done oh, yeah. outside of your garage? It is. We it should is. have done it in my garage. This is strange. Yeah. Not it having this in a garage. Mm-hmm. Is your weird. garage? Your garage is under your room, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It would have been fine. Like, yeah. there's no humming space heater no. over there. <laughs> we can't hear Katie Dids outside. That's right. Yeah. That's right. There's no Katie. weird hurricane of wind blowing around like correct. There's no snow falling outside. <laughs> Katie didn't. Did it snow the last time we were together? Was that it? Did didn't it? That was did January. It, snow? it yeah, snowed. It snowed. We Has started... it been that long since we've done a podcast. It's been a long yeah, it's time. been two months. What's remember got, remember it, when we said we were going to do this once a month? We yeah. did pretty good. Yeah, we did pretty good. We the fact February. that we're still doing it is, you know, it's been a year and a half, right? This is but if you take up everybody's COVID hobby, yeah, this is the only one that's still going. How, oh. many, how many sourdoughs are going right now? Huh? No, nope. although oh. Wordle's still going. Yeah, Wordle, Wordle, but can that, think about this. Wordle didn't exist when we did our last podcast. Well, I'm pretty sure that's late stage. Wait, really? No, wait, no, that's not you, right. That's not that right. was actually. I know how long it's been since our last uh, you podcast. Got your because that was maybe one of the first times I ever did Wordle. Was so, that when I convinced you guys to start doing Wordle? Yeah, I think so. So it was this is close. stupid. I'm never doing this, and now I'm like every day, you know, seven o'clock in the morning, wake up yeah. first thing, Wordle. So that was uh, 73 days yeah, ago. That sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. So it's like 73 degrees today. It was snowing last time we were together. Wordle just barely existed. Mm-hmm. Just barely. Yep. I lived in a different house. Yeah. I lived in a house. We are coming to you from downtown Winston-Salem. Downtown. Downtown Winston-Salem. DTWS. Are we allowed to say where we're broadcasting from? Is That's that up to you. We're broadcasting you, from... It's, it's your location. You That's can, you can share as much as you would like. I don't like. think they can kick me out by the time. I don't think they kick us out. The Winston Factory Lost. We're giving them promotion. Which is an amazing place to live, by the way. I do highly recommend it. Located them. at? Uh, well, Mike... Well, no, you don't need to give them that much. <laughs> Main Street. <laughs> downtown. Yeah. It's downtown. Google it. Put it, put it in the Googles. Downtown. Baby. Across from Roar. Roar. War, roar, Boar. across from war, <laughs> roar, which is a place that we enjoyed, uh, that we've enjoyed uh, uh, visiting since you've uh, since you've been here. I like roar. It didn't exist last time we did the podcast, yeah. which is crazy. Not a sponsor, could be. Not God, a sponsor. Man, could be. Hey, we could do a, a remote from roar, which would be pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. You want to break us off some of that roar money? If for somehow you were listening to this and you're not from the triad, which seems impossible, roar is a new establishment that's opened up in downtown Winston Salem, uh, featuring a 1920s themed what four story establishment in an old 
car dealership that mm-hmm. is pretty awesome. Yeah. It's got walls of beer. Bowling. Bowling. Mm-hmm. Little, like tiny balls. little tiny balls. Little tiny balls. I will say the, uh, the, 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 the chairs are a lot more comfortable in this podcast. They are. Setting. No they offense are. to your camping folding chairs. But no, mm-hmm. no. Well, these are better. These are, we, are, we are broadcasting from uh, the building's movie theater, yeah. um, which is one of the amenities that's made my kids star and sneak wonder why don't yeah. we just live in an apartment for the rest of our lives so <laughs> you say you say my um who are you oh good question oh, hi. that's right man we just we forgot how to do a podcast i'm yeah. dave i am married my wife is amazing since i'm doing a podcast in my wow theater. what did you do wait a minute wait did a, a minute. what, what did you do to where you had to not that she's not amazing but right. what did you do to where you had to jump in and say that so quickly that that's she's right. amazing well it's just i'm a baby i'm amazed by her on a daily basis baby, I'm Again, I've also been gone for the last two nights. And okay, this is like is. night three, and I'm going to be gone tomorrow night. There it is. Night four, there it so. is. There it is. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think so, you and I are in the same boat. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, I think we're sleeping in these same uh, recliners tonight. Yeah. Not me. You hear that, anyone who might be listening? <laughs> Not me. I'm a good old homebody. Always cooking dinner and raising babies. You know what I love is somehow you're going to be the one who gets in the most trouble. Uh, probably. <laughs> mm-hmm. Probably. I'm trying to angle this to go sleep in the woods for a few nights. You can build yourself a little it. tree force. Tree yeah. force. Tree <laughs> a little tree force. Man, I am. It's referred to as a tree force. <laughs> Here, we got, we got the Air Force, the Space Force, and now the Tree Force. <laughs> You're a Jedi. It's a tree force. Some people do call Winston Salem the tree foe. So <laughs> the what? The tree foe? You don't the know about this? No. The three four, which is oh, the um I thought you just like had a no, it's seizure the, in the middle of a sentence. No, it's the, the, the first two if you it doesn't matter. We don't need to <laughs> we don't need to go do. on. So apparently there are prison districts in the state okay. of North Carolina and this is the thirty fourth prison district. So if you're ever to uh, go to prison, jail, whatever <laughs> Um, the first two numbers of your uh, inmate number would be three four. I have heard this place ref- referred to as the three four, but I never knew why. The three four. I've heard of it like the three three six, but well, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. never the three four. Why? I'm not guessing you hang out with many people who have worried about their inmate numbers. That's true. Yeah. That's true. It's not. I bad. guess I, I should wonder know. about why I've heard that so often I mean, I'm, that I'm it's I'm called wondering. the three four. Yeah, I, it's just become a thing. I know. I'm I like it a little it. bit. Yeah. I dig it. Hey, who are you? Guy hey. who just educated us. Uh, yeah. Well, um, uh, the huge. Um, I, I, I dropped something. Oh, it was knowledge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so my name's Tim. Uh, I'm married to a lovely lady um, who uh, um, is great. And I'm home <laughs> for all the time. And I don't travel that often. Uh, but maybe if I do in the future, uh, maybe that's cool, right? Um, and I've got you might be at the rate you're going. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Uh, and I've got two kids. Uh, their names are Piglet and Chicklet. Um, their code names are Piglet and Chicklet. Their mm-hmm. real names are different <laughs> from that. Uh, and uh, yeah, um, life's good. How about you, guy? Who are you? I'm Adam, uh-huh. and Madam, I am Adam. married. Also to an amazing woman. Mm. Um, did I not? Did I, I didn't say that part, did I? Did I say amazing? Who was so supportive, who was so, so supportive of me being gone for two nights and then coming back last night, having to crash early because I was so tired and then telling and then coming out with you guys tonight after the kids went to bed. You are the so last night last night though. you couldn't uh, stay awake. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> the, the kids went to bed at 8. I think I was out by 9. Oh nice. wow. And uh, do you have kids? Sounds pretty good. What are your Yeah, kids I do have kids. That, that is a great great follow-up question. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I'm currently in the lead 
uh, of kids and will forever be in the lead with kids. That's true. Um, yep. That's just kids, science. Yeah. Uh, kids that we have um, given birth to. Uh, let's we. see. Use a we. Interesting. Use <laughs> I played a role. Shut the royal up. we. Shut up. <laughs> um, I have Cody. Uh-huh. He is my oldest. He is eight. Mm-hmm. I have Picky Eater, yep. who continues to prove his namesake mm-hmm. every night. Um, he is five. And we have Little Nugget, who is 13 months. Awesome. And with our powers combined, we are Triad Dads with a Drink, <laughs> a stream of consciousness podcast <laughs> about oh so little, <laughs> where, but also oh so much. Where we talk about oh so little and oh so much with a drink in our hands. So, right. gentlemen, what we are did. we drinking tonight? That's an excellent question. What are you drinking? Why don't you get us started? All right. right. I will get us started. Uh, this is a, I feel like it's a relatively new IPA because, or maybe it's just new to me. This is um, Raindrop IPA from AMB, Appalachian Mountain Brewery, which is actually, I, I just fa- read this today, they are making a much larger presence or going to have a much larger presence, making a significant investment in the Winston-Salem Dash. They're going to be, really? yeah, the Dash is, is kind of revamping some of their outdoor bars and outdoor entertainment areas at the stadium. And one of them is going to be Appalachian Mountain Brewery branded. So they are helping oh. to support um, a little more variety and um, and you can get AMB at a lot of different places, including many of the, the places we go. So, um, so is actually, it going to be- become an AMB ballpark? In the no, same Foothills way kind of been a Foothills. Foothills, Foothills will, will still be, be there, okay. but they're they're also carving out some space for for AMB. That's cool. Uh, I like in, variety in the outfield. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, we're all Appalachian people, and that's where uh, AMB was born. So we certainly support AMB. Um, but I first tried this this beer last Thursday. There was a an Appalachian alumni night at the Carolina Hurricanes game in Raleigh, oh, and AMB was basically setting up the tailgate. So they provided uh, beverages and snacks and oh, wow. giveaways. And um, the beer that I grabbed out of the cooler when I first got there was this one, and I really liked it. So when I was at Harris Teeter uh, over the weekend, I picked up a little six pack of it. So awesome. that's what I'm drinking. It's very good. It's a winner. Wasn't AMB in the outfield a, a movie with Christopher Lloyd in it? Uh, yes, that's mm-hmm. exactly who it was. Mm-hmm. Instead of instead of um, I'm doing the arms. the outfielder getting lifted up by angel angels, arms. he was lifted up by just a, a bottle <laughs> by of, just inebriation. By yeah, a- correct. <laughs> <laughs> he was passed out drunk and was and was having hallucinations. Yeah. 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 And that's that's how he was raised up to catch that fly ball. <laughs> really changes <laughs> just, that story. Just magical. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are you What are you drinking there, Dave? Uh, all right, I'm the uh, I'm the different one here. So I am drinking. Uh, Is that young Joseph Gordon Levitt? Is that who that was? Um, Played I the kid. I do not. I think remember. it was. Oh, I think boy. it was young Joseph Gordon Levitt. So we have to Google it. You Google while I'm talking. Okay, go ahead. What are you drinking, Dave? I am drinking Incendiaries Court Shoes Only, a West Coast IPA. Mm. Uh, that benefits the nonprofit Acing Autism. Um, and I've never had this one. Um, I don't know if it's on draft. I mean, I assume it is, right? But uh, this is... Uh, I think you know, everything. I don't think they do anything exclusively in cans, I do they? I think so, but I don't remember. But I've also I've been... They've got an English mild there that's like 3.8% that's just really Ooh, delicious. And nice. so um, the last multiple times I've been incendiary, that's what I've had. So I've not been looking at the IPA. So I might've just missed this one, but it's really good. Yeah. It's really nice. And it was, you know, benefit of the downtown living. Uh, when we needed some beer the other night, I just walked to incendiary and nice. picked up a four pack and nice. walked home. And I was like, yeah, this is not the worst in the world. Shout out incendiary too, for just, uh, recently opening their new location in Louisville. 
Yeah. Oh, that's right. Over, he, at, uh, over at the what, West Bend Winery. Yeah, West Bend Winery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't that's been cool. there yet, but that's a that's a big deal. Yeah, it is. Yeah, two locations. Yeah, good for them. Yeah. Did they take over the space, or is it still? Half of did it. they co-locate? Uh, that's half of. It. I think West Bend consolidated, moved, and then uh, Incendiary picked up some of their old space. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was Joseph Gordon Levitt. Nice. Wow. Nailed Along it. with Danny Glover. Yep. Uh, Tony mm. Danza, Christopher Lloyd, uh, Adrian Brody. Danza. Hey. Yeah, and playing a smaller role in there. Yeah, Dermot Chris, Mulroney was Christopher in it. Lloyd was like the lead angel. Mm-hmm. Danny Glover was the manager of the team. That's right, George Knox. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is the one with Kevin Costner, right? Nope. No, Kevin. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a good guess. <laughs> Usually, if it's a baseball movie, that was it's a baseball movie about angels. That was Waterworld. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Robin Hood, Prince of wolves. Thieves. <laughs> yeah. Man. And and my beer is also Hop Raindrop. Is it called Hop Raindrop or is that I can't, you know I can't really tell because of the way that it's yeah, it's it says Hop up top made on here. So maybe Hop Raindrop, hop, raindrop. Or, hop Raindrop or Raindrop a hip, IPA. A hip, a hip, hop a hip the hop the hop oh, of the raindrop. Yeah. Drop, and I'm stop, drinking drop, it because uh, I didn't bring any beer of my own, so I uh, bummed one off of Adam. And it's and what do you think? It's really good. Thank you. It is. Andy Bay Raindrop. Let's see. All right, you're Hop Raindrop is what the name of it is. Hop Raindrop. Hop Raindrop. Love it. Well, nice. that's delicious. So um, that's our drink. That's yep. it. Let's talk about some dadding. Uh, dadding. What's your dad moment of the week? Have you had a moment of the week that's just shown um, for yourself? I'll, so there's, there's a couple for me. I'm going to play Tim's role here. Um, yeah. I know. It's, a, it's an old joke, but it's, it's a fun callback. Yeah, they call me multiple choice Tim. Or no one calls me. So uh, I was really proud of this. This was uh, a couple weeks ago, maybe. Um, one of the things I like, one of the things I like doing on the weekends is, is making breakfast. I, I don't do a lot of the cooking in my house. Shout out again to my lovely wife. Um, and normally I'm not early up early enough on uh, weekday mornings to make breakfast other than something simple for the kids. So on the weekends, um, I try to at least make breakfast one morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've gotten pretty good at with bacon, but I, I cook it in the stove. Mm-hmm. So uh, you cook bake it your on bacon. the stove, or you cook it in the oven. In the oven, in Sorry. the oven, in the oven the not way, the stove. Not that is the way yeah, you make bacon. Yeah, yeah, you bake it. It's yeah. the best way. Yes. Bacon, so bacon. you bake it for four twenty-five, four fifty for twenty-two, twenty-three minutes, depending on the the cut. Um, but before you put it in there, put some brown sugar and some pepper mm. on it. Okay, you're trying to candy that bacon. Uh, it's okay. keep talking. And it is keep talking. it is delicious, oh. and it's I, I, it's turned out so well that I have gotten. My son, who we have nicknamed Picky Eater, Picky Eater, to eat the bacon, uh-huh. which the only thing that kid will eat for breakfast usually is cereal, wow. honey nut Cheerios. That's it. Not only did Strong he, not him. only does he love eating the bacon, he said these words came out of his mouth. He said, "Dad, this is the best bacon ever. I'm gonna go make you a medal for the best bacon." Wow, that's my nice. kid wanted to make me a medal for the best bacon. Did you let him? Where's the medal? I don't have the mail. Oh, boy. Oh I'd, boy. I'd probably walk around like with it. Like, follow but. through. He did not follow through. But the <laughs> but fact that he said it, there, the, the fact that he said it for somebody who's, who's so unbelievably picky. Oh, that's a mm-hmm. win. That's a huge win. That's, that's a, a huge one. dad win. That's a, yeah, I feel the pride, man. That's like uh, D- uh, Dave's uh, little fellow recently uh, just deciding he liked pizza. He did. He did. <laughs> After, uh, you know, a lifelong. Again, my picky eater also does yep, not like right. pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. sneak all of a sudden one day I was like, you know what I love? 
pizza. And I was like, you son of a... <laughs> and then he's like, every day he's like, hey, can we have some pizza? I'm like, do you remember the last five years of your life? Like, you like, pizza is death. Like, really, like, pizza very, makes very melodramatic. Like, he's going for the Oscar. Here's a conversation that we had at the dinner table tonight. So, uh, Picky Eater is going to a birthday party tomorrow, and uh, they are ordering pizza for, at the mm. birthday. So, it's, it's mm. you know, it's after school. It gets over about 6, 6 o'clock or so. And... Um, my wife asked him at the table, picky eater, they're having pizza at the birthday party tomorrow. Do you want to eat that or do you want me to pack you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? And of course he says, bacon. I wish. <laughs> peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Hmm. So he will be the kid taking a peanut butter and jelly sandwich to the birthday party that is serving pizza. That was sneak up until like three weeks ago. Yeah. Swear to God. And now it's just like, I ate pizza. Yeah. That reminds me of a, of a related question. Maybe we should talk about sometime, which is a birthday party venues. I've been to, Oh, that's going to be one so tonight. Now that's, that we've, that now one. that we've come Ooh. out of the, maybe that, that should be one of our topics <laughs> mm-hmm. because I've been to some wild yeah. birthday parties now that, um, uh, COVID is a buddy is just <laughs> not a thing anyone talks about anymore. Yep. Uh, so, um, we won yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> we, I guess so. Yep. We've declared victory and moved on. We, we were standing it. in front of a giant mission accomplished banner yeah. in a flight suit. <laughs> just Nailed doing it. great. Um, What's okay. your dad moment, guy? My dad moment? Okay, so, uh, you know, the last few weeks have been really terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a really bad uh, few weeks. We've had, um, we had a death in the family. My grandmother passed away. And uh, not to bring things down, but um, it, was, uh, it was rough on all of us. I was really close with her. Um, we're, <laughs> my mother-in-law was uh, stuck out of the country because she tested positive for COVID. So she had to quarantine in a hotel room mm. in Ireland for, like, I don't know how many days. And there were all kinds of health issues, all this other stuff going on. So it was just like nonstop hit parade of craziness. And uh, so we get home from being out of town for, uh, for a funeral, and um, to sort of cherry on top, uh, there's a leak in our basement. Uh, no. There's a leaking pipe uh, that is just leaking into our basement. So um, it is, you know, 8 p.m. or whatever on a weekday, and I'm like, okay, well, I wanted to relax, but looks like I'm going to have to figure out something to do with this pipe. So I went, you know, I went to uh, Ransom Errands, went to... A couple of hardware stores. I guess it wasn't eight. It was a little earlier because uh, Ace Hardware by us was still open. They didn't have the right stuff to fix it, so I ended up going to Lowe's. They didn't have the right stuff, so I ended up at Home Depot, um, you know, like third bounce, and uh, I find the right thing that I need, and I get back, and I, I used a coupler, you know, like a, one of those flexible rubber couplers to um, fix the pipe because there's, <laughs> there's a weird thing. There's a weird thing with our drain pipes in our basement where someone <laughs> easy settle uh where someone took a pvc pipe and tied it into a copper pipe and then tied that into a pvc pipe again so um wait why did they go from one material to the other because i again? honestly think it's what they had laying oh around. my god in fact it used to be pvc into copper into galvanized oh, but the galvanized pipe didn't have enough flexible rubber so the, the galvanized pipe rusted out from the inside and caused the leak before that we got replaced but we were using our home warranty to do all this stuff. So oh, they, they kind of only... Oh, only God, uh, T's and P's for you. Yeah, but you know what? T's and, what is T's and P's? Thoughts and prayers. Oh, thoughts and prayers. T's and P's. Oh, I thought that was just a Wordle thing. Yeah, I didn't know what Did you not know what I meant? When, I thought you... I thought that, You missed the Wordle today, and I just texted back T's and P's. Well, I thought that was just like, well, yeah, well, a lot of times when the Wordles have lots of t- double T's and double P's. No, that, that, really was, that was thoughts and prayers. <laughs> 
Every time we think of getting rid of our home warranty, we stop and think about the fact that our house was built in 1957 and our HVAC uh, unit is is like older than uh-huh. I am. So something's going to break at some point and it's going to be worth it to have fun uh, with that. But it's a it is a pain, but Every time, again, every time we get ready to get rid of it, something else breaks. So we end up getting a new water heater, doing all this other stuff. And in this case, we actually had two separate calls out because also our oven stopped working. So um, we had home warranty. I just today. How I did had, you make your bacon? I had home warranty. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, I had home warranty people in my house uh, for two different out of calls. Tofu. So uh, anyway. Before someone had repaired it, and they'd put a uh, coupler that put the two types of pipe together, PVC and copper. And then on the other side, the PVC and copper, uh, with the copper pipe was starting to crack. And so it was leaking out, so I replaced it with a new coupler. Anyway, my, I did all that, and capping off the dad moment was today. When the plumber came out to check it out, he looked at one end where they'd used a, a, a professional plumber had used a coupler, and then the other end where I had done it, and he was like, Huh, they use this kind of coupler? I don't like that one. You did a much better job. Oh, no. And that was wow. my dad moment of the week, was was a plumber telling me that my patchwork on my uh, pipe repair that I did at 8 p.m. after a funeral yeah. was better than the professional. You want to come fix the backflow issue in our downstairs bathroom? I do Ooh. not. Yeah, we got to call a router service to come oh. out next week. Mm, call a router. Yeah. Say, did, you, did you quit your job like whenever you got that compliment about be like that's it I'm out yeah yeah I'm gonna come can I work with you sir yeah be like are you hiring <laughs> no uh, because uh, thing about flexible plumbers, rubber plumbing thing about plumbers is sometimes there's gonna be a backflow situation, be a backflow situation in someone's basement you're right. gonna get very uh, familiar with a router it's a very I'm sure it's a rewarding job but also you might end up covered in someone else's poo poo that's true so, that's true know. that was my dad moment man I'll take it. That's good. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a very good one. It was very gratifying. Yeah. I don't really have a good one for the, we were talking about this, me and my wife trying to figure out like, have I done anything useful in the last six weeks? And it's just all been like move. Yeah. But that's extraordinarily useful. Yeah. Yeah. This has been a big thing for you. It's been a lot. So, I mean, the podcast is what, like late January? It was snowing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And like since then we, you know, sold our house, moved out of our house, moved into an apartment, got rid of a ton of stuff, bought a new house. Yeah. Which was pretty much all. A new house out of town. I know. Well, I'm considering it part of the tri- triad. Triad. Yeah, it's close enough. Yeah. We, yeah, because we're still going to do this. Yeah. Oh, we're yeah. Done. We're not yeah. stopping the podcast. People demand it. All you know what I do love? That was my favorite moment about the uh, the breadth of this podcast is for like 90% of the people we talked to, that was the first question I got asked. I was like, well, what, what are you going to do podcast? The podcast? I was like, they've not fired me yet. <laughs> and I know my rights. That's a matter of time. We, we, we got <laughs> some you're, on a, you're on you're on a, what, three-month contract now. Yeah, so. we, we got some irons in the fire. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. We are accepting tryouts. Well, I know is uh, you guys better get uh, ready for a guest to come in once a month and crash oh. at one of your houses. Hey, um, <sighs> okay. the, one th- weird thing about this theater room, though, is what's that on the wall? No, not oh my that. gosh! Oh, yeah. is it, you brought it. <laughs> yeah, you brought it with you. Well, you know, I try to bring it everywhere, which is crazy because it is massive. It's massive. Wow, it's really big. Like, no, I, I thought. So, Dave, you didn't move it here as a part of your move. Oh, that's right. Because it was, it in, was in your garage. I oh, did. That's right. I did. That's right. That's and right. I had to go through a special approval process with a management company. Oh my gosh! Um, but they let me put the wheel down. But you installed I am, it. Well, now now he has to stay on the podcast because he went to all that trouble to that's bring true. the wheel. Well, now with he's got to take that with him from the garage. Well, you got to move it twice. That's you, the thing. You know, about I'm moving everything twice. You think, it's, this you think it still yeah. spins yeah. the same way? You it think probably it, does. I guess there's only one way to find out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Works great. 
me balance it. You really? Did. <laughs> Our audio can only handle one channel at a time. So it's just... me some creative editing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, wait, what? What? No. Niner. Uh, uh, Dave, it landed on you. Oh, okay. All right. So my topic for the week, uh, as we sit here, uh, recording 48 hours or so out from the biggest college basketball game in the history of college basketball. Oh, um, yeah? Is, uh, in so, this state. No, in the world. <laughs> in the world, man. Which is, in a world. Which, <laughs> in a world. In a world where... <laughs> I can't say world without saying wordle at this point, by in the way. In a world. Too, is, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah. So Duke and Carolina play on Saturday in the Final Four. Uh, playing in the NCAA what? tournament for the, I know, I don't know if you've heard about that. Uh, playing it, it's weird also to broadcast this knowing when everybody listens to it, the game's going to be over and it's going to be. Do you think Coach K will, will coach another year? Uh, do you think Coach K will listen to the podcast? Oh, I call him Special K. You, I mean, he's a he's a dad. If we so. tweet it at him, do you think that he will listen? Is he on Twitter? <laughs> he's a dad, so he has to listen. We'll just go ask him. We'll what other what other podcast would dads listen to? That's other true. Than this That's true. anywhere. I think we should get make make, make it happen. Yeah, so. Obama probably listens too. That's true. Probably. That's true. Yeah, man, we're big. We're big. Yeah. Tens yeah. of listeners again. Tens of listeners. Yeah, tens, literal um, tens of listeners. But so you know, so Duke and Carolina playing the Final Four, playing in the NCAA tournament for the first time ever, let alone playing in the you know Final Four, um, and it's just you know the over you know overarching news story of the state of the week. I mean, the governor issued a proclamation declaring North Carolina the epicenter of college basketball in the world or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. um, Kentucky and shambles, Kentucky and shambles. Suck it, like, shambles. Suck it Kentucky. Con- yeah. Connecticut. Like, um, Gene Hackman just uh, threw a basketball at a camera. Yeah. Remember Indiana used to play basketball <laughs> yeah. like garbage. That hasn't happened in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, UCLA. I mean, mm-hmm. um, but this is it. Like I mean, essentially for the last 30 years of college basketball, you know, Duke and Carolina have been the two biggest programs and somehow they're playing for the first time ever. And coach K's last season, Hubert Davis's first season. It's coach um, K's last season for real. Yeah. I don't know if you'd heard about oh, that. Wow. So, um, so it was just interesting for me thinking like how growing no up, how come no one's mentioned that <laughs> you're hijacking my moment. It's kind of short for kitten. <laughs> Continue. There was a significant part of my childhood life when I knew Coach K and I knew the man whose name was spelled like, you know, how Shashevsky was spelled. You thought they were different people? Thought they were different people. Oh, yeah. I, was like, I like Coach K. I'm not sure about this Craig I, that, I was like, little. I don't know about Chris Gonskowski. K-R-Z-E-W-S-K-I. Kid from Mitchell County. K-R-Z-Y-Z-E-W-S-K-I. Yeah, there we go. You got that? K-R-Z-Y-Z-E-W-S-K-I. Oh, boy. I think that's it. Someone yeah. oh, I, I believe you. Sports. Yeah. <laughs> He's, Someone works in sports. He works in sports. It's a he very big secret. Sports, okay. Nobody can ever figure out who he is. Yeah, Dotson. Right. We got Dotson here. Dotson here. <laughs> See, no one cares. <laughs> that's one of my favorite lines. There's Dotson. <laughs> we got Dotson here. Bonus points to the listener who can first figure that out and... I don't know. Just if yell you're it in out. our target demo, you already know. You already know. <laughs> We're looking at you, Jeremy. <laughs> we know you're yelling Jurassic Park out there to the radio That's right now. I thought what was fun was going back and uh, finding the Parks and Rec skit about March 31st. Have you seen that? Oh, I haven't. You watch, did you watch Parks and Rec? Yeah, some. I mean, most of them, I think, but I must have missed that one. It's the, it's the scene where um, April is, uh, is Ron's assistant. Yeah, I know April. And she gets a phone call. And she's on the other end of the call and she's like, that can't be possible. What? And then she sees this line of people waiting outside. We're recording this on March 31st. That's why I'm bringing this up. And she walks into Ron's office. She's like, you know how you love me so much as your assistant because I never, I never uh, schedule any meetings for you. 
That's because every time somebody calls, I always reschedule for March 31st because I didn't think March 31st existed. <laughs> 30 days has <laughs> as April. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's uh has uh, what April, May, April, March, June, and November. <laughs> you, okay, so how do you know which day? Do you have a system for how you know which month has which days? Thirty it, days has September, April, June, I don't know that. yeah, winter, and, and that's what it is. Like thirty days has September, September, April, March, and November. And oh, he's yeah. like June and November. It's just like how many meetings do I have scheduled today? Ninety-three. <laughs> oh, Ron Swanson, ninety-three. He's gonna eat some bacon. Yeah, he is. Did you know you all of your eggs. You can also it. count um, using your knuckles and the gaps between your knuckles. Uh-huh. So if you hold your two hands together, Wait, so if it's a, a knuckle, it's 31. And if it's a low spot, it's There's a cool 30. echo. Yeah, this that's is right. experiential. So it's like <laughs> January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Oh. Wow. Mm-hmm. If you hold your two hands up together and just kind of look at your motions. I'm just going to picture me right now holding my microphone. It like, looks real awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So, so Duke and Carolina. Yeah. So it was just uh, <laughs> uh, college basketball is a big thing in the States, big thing in the triad. The ACC is headquartered here. Um, every ACC tournament should be played here. Um, I mean, hopefully the ACC will be headquartered here next year, at least somewhere in the state. Um, and so don't, it's just don't, don't somewhere in the state, me. <laughs> well, at this point, they were like, well, Charlotte. Charlotte. Just, I know. Everything I know. goes to Charlotte. I know. Um, or Raleigh. Mm, I think it'll be sure. What would leave the triad and go to Raleigh? That's I don't know. <laughs> Douches. That's yeah. No, that was my comment. That's, that's people who count idea. the days of the month on their knuckles. <laughs> um, <laughs> it looked real awesome. <laughs> it was. This is a visual medium. This is. This is. This is why we're in radio. We're podcast or whatever it is. Audio. So, uh, so I didn't know if you had guys had memories of like how essentially did you get indoctrinated into um, essentially the quasi-religion that is uh, college basketball in the state of North Carolina, mm. um, which is interesting because we each came to it, I'm sure, at a different time and yeah. you know, explored a different place. Um, so mine was, uh, I'll, I'll lead off, um, I remember uh, you know, I remember being a kid and watching uh, Duke in the NCAA championship with my parents in the... I guess it would have been like early nineties. Yeah. Like maybe in final four and late eighties, okay. um, you know, but right around that time. But the first one, I really remember them losing to Arizona in 94. Um, and just like kids on the playground in like fourth grade, when I moved to the mountains, essentially like asking you like two things, like, well, you know, where do you go to church? And then are you Duke or Carolina? Hmm. Like, I mean, it was like, you know, name rank serial number. Who's your preference? Yeah. And you had to pick. And I remember at the time I didn't have a strong preference. Like, I was like, I don't know. They're both from North Carolina. My parents said they pulled for whoever's from the state, and that did not go over well. I, I, you know, we tried real hard, and we're still dear friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, and then I remember, you know, I had like the very you know stereotypical. So you uh, realize that because you didn't have a good answer to that question, that oh, like I need to, I need to pick a side here. You got to pick a side. Yeah. And uh, at the time, I picked Duke. Um, I think just because everybody else picked Carolina, and I just. You want to be different or something. Um, I picked them the year they went nine and 18. So in some weird world growing up, Duke was always an underdog story and program in my mind, right? Like they were the little Hoosiers, um, which was not the case at all. Um, but then we're, you know, like middle school, you know, like ACC tournament time, like you just shut the school down. Like, I mean, they would roll the TV in on the cart, right? And mm-hmm. um, on Thursday, Friday, you didn't have class. You just watched basketball. Well, if in 94, like that was kind of your your memory of when you started to try to figure that out. I mean, 
mid to late 90s, Duke was not very good. No. I mean, no. 95, they were terrible. Yeah, 96, they were pretty bad. North Carolina had great teams in they the mid amazing. to late 90s. Yeah, they were crushing it. So It wasn't until, I remember 98, um, they had a real good run. And then obviously 99, they that not yet. came within a, a shot of winning the championship. Like yeah. 37 and 2 or whatever. Probably so. the best team to never, that didn't yeah. win the title. Yeah, that's that right. That 99 Duke team. That's right. So, so yeah, so it's been an ever-present thing and um, continues to be so. And I, I will say clearly now I'm uh, wearing a Carolina hat, pulling for Carolina. Um, so weird. Yeah, so I saw the light and my beautiful wife, who I love more than anything, helped me uh, rehabilitate. And, oh, boy. Yeah. So. Yeah. So what about what about you? You you were you're even well, more so into for, it. Well, it was it was a lot different for me because I grew up in a football state. Yeah. So I grew up in Florida, where everyone people didn't care about. I don't want to say didn't care, but college basketball was not a thing. It was yeah. it was a football state. Um, I went to a big high school with a great football team. Um, most of my friends. I, I was kind of like you in terms of where I went with my college football. The team that I pulled for as a kid in college football, where. What are you laughing at? <laughs> these these chairs do not okay? breathe. These chairs don't breathe. I don't know if you've noticed. If you, they're not alive. <laughs> well, they left a sweat print on the chair. <laughs> <laughs> they're made of like naga hide or something. Why did you? I I just moved my leg and my chair doesn't have a sweat I'm print on it. Such a sweaty why person. Why are you so sweaty? Oh my god, I don't know why. I all always... worked up over your basketball story. I got so excited telling my story. There goes my wheel topic. <laughs> I just... Why are we so sweaty? <laughs> why are we so sweaty? Uh, <laughs> Mormon here. <laughs> anyway, football uh, state. <laughs> but I, uh, you know, I, I, I pulled for University of Miami when I was a kid growing up because most so of you, you. <laughs> yeah. most of my friends were Florida and Florida State fans. I kind of got into the whole swagger thing about mm-hmm. the, those I'm Miami to teams when I was like a kid. Four foot seven, Adam, like swagging and, with and the, rooting for the rock. And I had, the chain. I had, I had family. Oh man, dude, I, the the turnover chain. Little, people don't realize this, but the turnover <laughs> chain was kind of something that I started rocking when I was a kid. No. long before they introduced it on the sidelines of um football games yeah just picture me four foot she 11 you're giving me too much you're giving me too much credit sweater. by four foot 11 um, i said four foot seven but i'll, I'll give you you're still away. giving me too much credit. <laughs> if you put a four in front of it you're giving <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so I, I i i was a miami football fan florida florida state where that's where most of my friends were nobody really cared as much about college basketball um but you know, my dad's side of the family is from the state of North Carolina. Um, they grew up in, in Gastonia. My dad went to high school in Charlotte. My uncle uh, went went to Carolina. And so they were the ones that kind of got me into college basketball in this state and how big of a deal that it was. Um, and then where it also hit me was, I remember, th- and this is also kind of what um, spearheaded my, my career choice. My, my dad got me this book. When I was when I was a kid, called the Sportscasters Dozen, hmm. and it was uh, it was a it was basically like a, a a mini biography of twelve, as you might imagine, twelve famous sportscasters. I thought a Sportscasters Dozen was fourteen. About like a Baker's Dozen is thirteen, yeah, yeah. right? Sportscasters Dozen is actually like thirty-seven. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it's thirty-seven, but it and we'll tell is. you why after this message <laughs> coming up next. <laughs> Find out. Um, but it was uh, you know most of them in that most of them in the book were famous television broadcasters. You know, you had Howard Cosell and Bob Costas and and people like that that were famous for their for their TV. But also in there was Woody Durham, mm-hmm. and Woody Durham. 
I think this is right. I have to go. I still have the book. I have to go back and check. But I'm pretty sure Woody Durham was the only voice of a college sports program that was in that book. So you had this legendary broadcaster who was who was a local broadcaster, but he was so fill, fill in for the folks. This is the voice of the Tar Heels, the, Tar Heels. the former voice of the Tar Heels. He's recently passed away, um, but he's a legend. He did it for 40 years and um, a legend in this state as as the former voice mm-hmm. of the Tar Heels. And um, so, you know, I'm, I'm reading about all these sportscasters and, uh, and, and here's this guy who's really just known locally because voice of programs were just heard by local audiences throughout the state, but he's being mentioned amongst all these titans of, of national broadcasting. And so I'm reading about he's the voice of a college in North Carolina, and that's what... That's kind of what got me first interested in, oh, that would be a really cool job to have, you know, be the voice of a program. I want to be like Woody Durham. That's cool. So um, that's what kind of made me start to pay attention to things like that, pay attention to Woody, pay attention to North Carolina basketball and and, and the rivalries in this state with Duke and others and, and just, you know, from afar start to understand it. And then when it really hit me kind of in person was, you know, my freshman year at App State, um, they opened a new basketball arena and the team mm-hmm. that opened the, the arena was the, was the Tar Heels. Yeah. I went to that game. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, seeing how big of a deal that was for app state to play a home game against North Carolina and just the energy in that place, how, how much of an event that was, um, you know, that's when I first kind of got my, my in-person experience to seeing, um, how important it was to, for college basketball in this state and, and those programs, particularly I've been fortunate enough to go to a couple of Duke Carolina games, one in the Smith center, Dave, you and I went mm-hmm. to one at, at Cameron actually. Um, yeah, <laughs> you thank know, you that, that's a bucket list type of thing. Oh and, God, and so, um, yeah, that's kind of how it, how it started and how it progressed for me. Yeah. If only you could be a voice of a program one day. If only I could <laughs> if only. So as far as the indoctrination into uh, uh, college basketball goes for me, um, still hadn't happened. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so I like your your topic. I like college basketball, but you know when? No, it's not stupid at all. I do you know when people like go to uh, a country? I like that you brought it in a backpack. You know how people go to a country where uh, there's a predominant religion that they're not a part of, but they'll still like wear the head covering out of respect and all, you know, and just kind of like yeah, that's Christianity for me. Right? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Right. (laughs) So that's how I kind of feel. That's how I sort of feel about basketball. Um, uh, I do enjoy March Madness. I think it's fun. Uh, But it's like, uh, you know, in the same way that people like say they like jazz music, but they really just like Mardi Gras. You know, I mean, that's kind of how it is. So um, what so I also grew up in a football state. I grew up in South Carolina. And the thing about South Carolina, uh, that'd be great. Uh, The thing about South Carolina is that South Carolina, it, it. you know when you watch a movie, and uh, watched a movie. Yeah, yeah. But you know when there's like a like a sci-fi movie or something that's set in the future, and people play some like made-up sport. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Or, or they're like using yeah. fake team names. Yep. You know, or yep. whatever. Um, well, growing up, it was like n- everyone I knew only cared about football, and they only cared about Clemson and Carolina, which was Clemson and South Carolina. Yeah. That yeah. was all anyone talked about. All anyone cared about the whole time I was growing that up. Was it. In the same way that you're saying. 
Yeah. You know, that uh, kids were like, are you, do you go for Duke or Duke Carolina? Or Carolina. Yeah. Well, everybody was like, you do you go for Clemson or Carolina? And yep. that meant Clemson or USC. And, uh, and by USC, we don't mean Southern Cal. Right, exactly. So it's not Southern Cal. It's not North Carolina. It's both, but neither. Um, so when I went from there to going to college in North Carolina and coming up here and people actually caring about basketball. Um, where, did, where did you put the beer? It's in the fridge. No, it's not. Someone snagged. What? I definitely don't think we should pause that. I think we should leave it in. Uh, someone stole. Someone the stole beer. the beer. Who's even down here? Fridge is totally empty. Oh, I I put it in there. Oh, I don't. I believe you. <laughs> oh I'm no. Telling you it's not there. Oh no. <laughs> Hold on. Well, that's lousy. What the heck? I take back everything good I said. Okay. So as I was saying. So yeah, growing up in in South Carolina, it it felt like uh, like one of those movies where it's like people are playing a made up sport because uh, basketball just wasn't something that was really a big deal. So um, so it, it was sort of in college, uh, hanging out with you guys yeah. that I that I started to care at all. The first Duke Carolina game when yeah. we had the giant party in Adam's fun. room. I, f- I felt an even- yeah, that's right. Yeah, right after the Super Bowl, we had we packed like forty people in your room. Yeah, we all uh, that was a lot of people. Yeah, it was a lot of people like. Literally like 40 people. Also, you, you cursed yourself. You just that? you spoke negatively against college basketball in North Carolina, and immediately the gods smote you down. Smote me down by stealing my North stealing Carolina beers. Beer. Well, Adam's North Carolina beers. Yeah, I, what did I, I lost wrong? nothing. <laughs> you hung out with this guy. <laughs> um, so uh, basically, the um, uh, that, that freshman year of college, hanging out, Watching uh, games, doing March Madness with you guys—that that was that's the closest I've come. And honestly, if um, Appalachian were to make a like a really deep run, you know, in the mm. tournament, like pull a St. Peter's or something, that would probably like the NIT. Um, oh, the NCAA. Yeah, you know, uh, like um, that that would probably shake yeah. it up for me and make yeah. it more real. Or honestly, even if uh, Wake were to have a really good year, like being here in Winston, mm. I feel like that might kind of you know kind of energize me a little it's bit. Deep town. Yeah. yeah, you know, like I, I, I feel like something like that would maybe kind of make you. it a little more real. But it's still, um, it, I haven't been close by. Uh, I went to grad school at South Carolina, and they, they had um, at some point. I mean, they have an excellent women's, women's team basketball. Is amazing. Pro, but um, at some point over the last, uh, I don't know, it was like a decade ago, they had a uh, strong men's basketball yeah, team. Yeah, that's right. I sort of tracked that, but you know, I, I just really haven't had that moment yet. But maybe I'll have it someday. Can we make Can we make a pact here? What's that on yeah. the podcast? Uh-huh. Yes. If Appalachian, I'm in. sorry, when yes, when Appalachian makes the Final Four. We're all going. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Okay, take the stairs. All right. Yeah, Dustin Kearns, go Kearns. That's but awesome. you know, like if they went to the College World Series, I'd go do that too. Absolutely. You know, like whatever it is, I'm there. Okay. I'm in. All right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So it is written. So, so it is written. So it will be done on March 31st, a date that people thought did not exist. The pledge has been made. <laughs> and Should we spin it again? Has been yeah, well, I think we do another spin. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I thought, I, put, I thought I put a little more muscle into that one, but you know, well, you'll yeah. find it. It's important. It's been a while. It's been it's a while. To, uh, ooh, it landed on me. Ooh. Oh, look at you. So I, I'm gonna. I don't want to end. I'm glad. That, I'm glad it landed on me because I didn't want to end the podcast on this note. But I think it's an important. I think it's an important um, conversation to have as as Uh-oh. dads with with young children. Uh-oh. How do you guys handle? delivering bad news to your kids. Yeah. We've had to do that a lot 
uh, not a lot, but we've each had to experience that somewhat recently. Uh, Tim, you just mentioned, um, you know, a, a loss of your grandmother. Yeah. Dave, you've had to talk to your kids about moving. Um, you know, my, my, we lost, uh, my father-in-law almost a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, even, even some of the things that are happening societally, um, uh, we've yeah. had to talk to our kids about, so, war, um, you know, to, talking about war that, that, yeah, that exactly honestly, that uh, sort of was almost a lead in the fact that we were having to deal with, and we, we have uh, a friend, my wife has a friend, a coworker locally who's from Ukraine and she, and her mother also lives with her mm-hmm. and they're both from Ukraine. Her mother just moved over six months ago. Uh, and so they, they are experiencing in the, in the town that they're from is not far from the border. So, um, they, and, and was overtaken fairly quickly. Uh, so, um, that, that actually, um, sort of helped a little bit. Like we had no idea that mm-hmm. it was going to pave the way, but we had been talking about, uh, sort of, um, some very heavy weighty stuff, uh, as a part of that discussion that, that helped a little bit, um, but uh, did you want to say anything else as preamble? Or no, that's that's the it? question. Go ahead. Yeah. So my my answer is um, it's it's there's that there's not an easy way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, uh, this this go round um, uh, with my my grandmother passing away, it was just uh, trying to be honest and straightforward. Um, uh, we, you know, it's always tricky to talk about. Sort of, some people find a lot of comfort in talking about. You know. You're in a better place now, and all. And that but like, sort of do you thing. have a, do you have a specific? I guess part of this too is: do you try to have a specific atmosphere, a setting where yeah. you try to deliver the news so that you can convey it the right way? Yeah. So it's not necessarily the words, but the, the painting the picture of, you know, what's what's the best situation in which to tell them. Yeah, we have a kitten barrel out behind our house. <laughs> it's just a full size barrel, fifty five gallon, just full of kittens. Yeah, we put them in that. Yeah, we put them in that. No, um, so it's I, I I think more than setting, we just tried to pick our spots. Yeah. Um, we didn't want to tell them um immediately, but honestly, it's it's one of those things. I, I wish I could remember the circumstances right now, but. Um, it came up, there was a chance, oh, so my wife was out of town when we found out that my grandmother passed away, but uh, my brother came over, because uh, he lives locally, and we were all hanging out, and they could tell something was up. I had, um, you know, I had taken a phone call, um, actually I was, uh, with, was with Dave and his family, uh, I had taken a phone call from my wife, she had told me because, um, my mom had called to talk to me, and, and, uh, Hadn't got a hold of me because we were at a noisy sort of outdoor um, event, and I, um, you know, I, I could couldn't really answer the phone. So, long story short, like th- that wasn't really a good time. So uh, we let some time pass, uh, but then it was sort of unavoidable. But we tried to pick our spots, so we weren't in the middle of doing something. Like I didn't want to tell them right at that time because. We were surrounded by a lot of people, mm-hmm. and I knew that they wouldn't really have an opportunity to be emotional if they wanted to or needed to. Um, so, you know, just trying to, to be in a nice, comfortable place. And, yeah. and, and beyond that, just like, just saying it, trying to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say the same, same for us. The, the biggest thing is, you know, making sure that it's a time where, because we know there's going to be an initial emotional reaction. Um, it's like Shane's grandmother passed a couple years ago that we we're really close with. Her uncle passed last year, um, and then the move. We're all like, you know, three, you know, could be like traumatic news events for the kids. Um, and so for us, it was 
kind of finding a time and it's tough, right? When they're at this age, because they, they bounce around emotionally so much, Mm -hmm. um, that it was kind of trying to find, you know, to wait for a time that they were both at a place of like relative calmness, right? Like they weren't, and they weren't out of it. They were, you know, but to, to just tell them directly and, and clearly, but then just be there for them to let them to process through it in whatever way that took for as long as it took, knowing that it would be, yeah, you know, unplanned. Yeah. I think it's, um, you know, the conversation that I guess I, I go back to is, um, in the aftermath of George Floyd and Mm. the, the violence that was happening and the protests and, and a lot of the social commentary, you know, wanting to have those conversation. That's, that's, it's not necessarily, you're not delivering it as, as bad news in the same way, but you're trying to open their eyes to things that are happening in the world. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think having difficult conversations is the theme. And, and for us, it's, you know, a, you want to make sure you're for us, we wanted to make sure we were having the conversation with them when they would, when we would have their attention. So like not when you're in the car, you know, like you're driving in the car, you can't make direct eye contact with them and say, Hey buddy, we need to talk to you about something. So we, we, just, you know, did ours at the dinner table and just said, Hey, we need to, we need to talk about something here. And, and honestly, it's trying not to, um, trying to be as honest and truthful about it, like be as real as you can about it, because our, our thought is, you know, they're going to find out about things like this. We want to make sure that if they do, like they're hearing it from us, Uh right. They're hearing it from us. And, and when they do hear it from us, we're giving them the truth. Yeah. You know, it's that's not right. like they're hearing it from us, but they're getting a watered down or distilled, Partial story, or distilled right. version yeah, of that's it. Right. Um, they're getting the truth from us and we, that's the way we prefer it, certainly. Um, so there's that. And then I think it's also a, you deliver the news, but also make sure that you stop and not try to explain to them, this is how you should feel about it. It's deliver the news and then ask questions hmm. and say, how are you feeling? what do you think? You know, what's, you know, tell us, tell us what are your emotions right now? Um, and let them just express themselves like that. And then, and then kind of, you know, reason through that kind of stuff with them and don't be afraid of the emotional reaction, I guess, too. Yeah. And keep in mind that that's going to come in totally different forms. Yeah. I've got a, I've got one who any bad news, like when when we had to put our cat down, you know, like things like that, uh, immediately it's like, she gets it, she sees it. And she responds emotionally immediately. The other one, you think it's glancing right off of, that nothing's mm-hmm. sinking in. Yeah. And then hours, days, weeks later, she'll pop up with something and you're like, oh, wow, so you've got all this. Yeah. You, you got it all. You've processed it mm-hmm. in your own way, and it's coming out in these other ways that I, that I couldn't see coming. Yeah. But at the time, you feel like, man, none of this is sinking in. This is just bouncing right off of her. But yeah. it, that's not the case. Yeah. You know, di- different kids process in different ways. So, yeah. so allowing space for that. Okay. Well, uh, let's, let's bring the mood back up a little bit. Let's Close it out with a big spin. Let's spin the wheel again. Okay. Wow, you, you added something to the wheel when you moved it over here. Got it's a little impressive, actually. Yeah, got some soul to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, hey, well, it's still 
it's still as random as as ever. Mm-hmm. It, it it landed on Tim. Could oh, it could whoop, have been whoop. anyone. Could have been anyone, me. but it landed on you. Yeah. So Weird, um, we've never. The, what are the odds that it's never landed on the same person twice in one podcast? Okay. So so my question is, uh, what's your favorite sad song to cry for? <laughs> 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 no, so um, everybody. Hurts. That was mine. That's everyone's. Uh, <laughs> so. So, so since we almost Everybody talked about this, dance. Wait, what? that is so sad. Yeah. I cry every time that song comes on. <laughs> um, uh, since we uh, almost glanced uh, did, on this topic, almost landed on this topic earlier, uh, we're going to talk about uh, birthday party venues and how wild they can be. Oh Kids birthday party venues. So uh, recently, um, we've started getting birthday invitations like to the point where we're having to stack them on weekends. Like we've got sometimes multiple on in the same day, sometimes like one Sunday, one Saturday, you know, like there've been a lot of, I think a lot of people for two years have been not having birthday parties uh, for their kids. And now all of a sudden they're like, it's go time. We're having a birthday party. We're having a birthday party. Mm -hmm. So um, my question for you is locally, what is the wildest kids' birthday party venue uh, that you have been uh, uh, attended a party at? Ooh. At which you have attended a party. So we went to a birthday party a few weeks ago at Surge, the, yes. trans- Surge. the trampoline park. Surge. But not the nineties. Uh, not not a not off. a not a sponsor, and probably won't be. Probably after won't be after probably, we talk about probably this. Probably won't be. <laughs> um, Might file legal claims. We'll I out. think they have set it up so that they can have approximately six hundred and fifty-two birthday parties in a single day. Absolutely, it's a strong outfit. It they have kind of figured out tables on tables on tables set up for parties. They have carts that they wheel in and out of that big open area. It's not like private rooms. Like it's a big open space for birthday parties, and they're just having parties next to parties next to parties. And I think simultaneously like they're college. able to have like eight at the same time. And they're they're what two hours long. They start in the morning, so do the math over until they close. It's insane. It's not to time. mention that it's still open to everybody else. So there's like 6,000 people there at the same time. And it's, and this is come like, this is like coming right off of the, uh, the removal of the mask mandate. Oh yeah. And so just the, uh, just the shock. And it was so jarring just to be in there and like very, uh, very unnerving mm-hmm. to, to be in there around that many people. But to me, just the, the, the quick service shuttle in and out, uh, turnover birthday parties at a place like that. It's, it's like, I mean, it's great business mm-hmm. for sure, but um, now don't get me wrong, the kids love it. I mean, they're at a freaking trampoline yeah, right. park oh, and better believe pizza it. and cake and all that stuff, but um, I don't even think anybody ate the cake because after the pizza was done, they just wanted to go back and jump, and so like they didn't cut the cake and eat the cake. I mean, they did happy birthday, but like nobody stayed around to eat the cake. They just went back and jumped, so they, the, like, the family left with just this whole this full birthday cake <laughs> and they just threw it at a passerby. Yeah, probably <laughs> take this. Um, surge. So, yeah, I mean, we've been to a lot of different places for birthday parties. Um, but as far as craziest and just like overwhelming atmosphere, yeah. that was number one for me. I'll take that mm. Dave. So I'll say, uh, so the craziest one was the one that we were at was, uh, at a roller skate rink, which, what, what's it called again? Like, uh, skate, skate World? Skate, yeah, Skate World. Skate World? Or Skate Haven. Skate Haven. So I haven't been skating since uh, 
whatever the skate place was on 321 and Boone. Nom. Yeah, <laughs> Nom, essentially. What, what was the skate? It, that was Skate World, right? That yeah. was Skate World on 321 and outside of Boone. So that was the last time I'd been to a roller skating rink, which was 20 years ago. Which whatever, is right? like, you have to drive into the rural surroundings you were to going, get to Skate World. Yeah, that, like, that's an interesting Basically dynamic. driving over to Tennessee. Right, yeah, you, you yeah. just drive towards Tennessee yeah. until on the side of the road, there's a skate. There's a skate, right? and it's like, and here you go. Yeah, you know? wow. Yeah. Um, and so that was, I was, it was a lot, it was a lot of loud. There was a lot of people. I'm, t- I'm not a roller skater. I'm not good at it. Do they still play the same skating rink games that yeah. they used yep. to same where you games. have the oversized die with different colors <laughs> and here's the thing. And you got to go to different corners and here's the thing, bro. Nothing has changed. That's what I'm asking. Everything yeah. at the skating rink is the same as it used to be. Roller it's skating limbo. Same songs, same games, yeah. same snacks, same carpet, same lighting, same. Nothing got nothing got the party going at a skating rink like YMCA. Yeah. Well, the, that didn't play, but there was, I mean, there was... Cupid Shuffle. That's what's happened is that, uh, yeah, the, uh, Cupid Shuffle and... Like wedding um, And uh, what's the other... Uh, the wobble. Wobble, do the wobble. Yeah, do yeah, yeah, wobble. yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Th- those have been <laughs> added. Man. So a few more, so now it's not cha-cha just, slide. you know, electric slide. Yeah, yeah. it's like cha-cha yeah. slide and... and like a wedding, uh, seriously. Yeah. yeah. Has have been added. For me, what was funny is because you know, I didn't go to roller skating rinks. They didn't exist in the county where I grew up. Um so for me, the not only, for you, you non-basketball <laughs> this lover. Is weird, I know, this weird nostalgia for me was I felt like I was watching an episode of Stranger Things. Oh yeah, like I was like, that was it's, all like, it's it. Yeah, yep. Um, so that was my my like I was <laughs> was barely I was watching basketball in the middle of it. So. You did not put skates on either. No, I did not. I, want the record I did to not. Stake. I did not. I was because I knew I would kill my child if I put skates on. I put them on in the last half. Hour. You did. You did great. I did, you did okay. Great. You did good. Uh, but I would what I would say is a a low key place if you got a small party is go to roar okay Take some, yeah we did the our kids family birthday party with just like my wife's uh parents and sisters and husbands and kids uh at roar which was a blast because you can just you know drink through the whole thing are we sure they're not a sponsor they feel like i a feel like we're gonna go over and ask them after this <laughs> let's <laughs> about, walk over hey in about five minutes yeah. since our beer's we been stolen let's go check out a, roar we have an amazing business opportunity for you <laughs> we're gonna be like how would you like to reach approximately 12 people every two months yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you might ask yourself why are these two men wearing the same shirt mm-hmm. that's part of the appeal. and the answer is because the third one hasn't bought the shirt yet <laughs> <laughs> but we could with your investment, with your investment. <laughs> actually the shirt brings some. i don't know that's <laughs> <laughs> All so, right, Tim, what's your crazy one? Yeah, so it's also a trampoline park, but in this case, it is urban air. Mm. So, um, yeah, I, I went to a uh, to urban air um, for a birthday party, and that place is – I've never been to Surge. From what I hear, they've got some things in common, but – I think Urban Air might be even crazier. So first of all, it's all dark with like club lights going everywhere. Yeah, that's you know? automatically crazier. So that's rough. Uh, and then on top, because I've been to some other ones. There are other trampoline parks in the area that I've been to that at least were like light. You could see where you were going. Nope, not this place. Yeah. You've got American Ninja Warrior slash Wipeout style courses. Yeah, uh, all Surge over the place. has that. There are bumper cars going. They and the bumper The bumper Surge. cars then play a Pink Cadillac by Bruce Springsteen. It's amazing. At random in a prank Cadillac and and like that's in between it, the music it's like loud and dark and on top of all that there are people on high ropes courses and zip lines 
moving around like a few feet above your head oh as you're doing all God. this. So I go in there and I'm I'm Winston Salem's hottest new club's got everything. It felt like that. It felt like a Stefan sketch. Stephon. It really, really did. <laughs> it felt like what if you had watched one of his Stefan sketches and then gone in and seen this place, you'd be like, Yeah, he was right. That's it. He nailed it. He it's was a prophet. Wild. That place is wild. What is love? So we go in. Baby, don't hurt I'm on me. the verge of a little bit of a breakdown the whole time. The verge of the surge. I chat with people around who we who I know a little bit, you know, parents of um of uh, uh, my daughter's friends. I'm only there with one kid. Uh, the other kid didn't come. How many kids were you with? So, well, I mean, there were other kids there, but I only brought How many one. kids? I came with one. I left with one. <laughs> there was just one, one in, one out. It's the one kid. You were fishing like that. Yeah, so... Um, uh, and and so we do all this. I'm I'm starting to lose my mind. Like I'm definitely starting. And the other parents are like, "Tell them this. how crazy it made you." I was like, "I, w- I this probably would have been fun." Man. I say this probably would have been fun if I was you know a kid, but it didn't exist when I was a kid. No, you grown. Like, they were like, "Yeah, it did," but it was in a nightclub in Miami. You know, that's uh, true. That so true. So we leave, and I'm like, I'm never going in there again. And then my daughter, you sure my yourself, sweet, angelic daughter, looks up at me and goes. That was the best birthday party I've ever been she to. She a princess? She loved it. She loved it so much. And, by the way, when we went to that skating rink party that I was, uh, the, yep. my kids also yep. went to, they won the dice game. Guess, guess two winners it, of the dice game, and it was my daughters, each of them. Guess where your daughter's having her next birthday party? No. Yeah, she is. Uh, at church. Las Vegas. <laughs> at church. Uh, by the way, Vegas, one, of, one of the, uh, one of the uh, unintended yes, benefits of the pandemic is when we did our kids birthday party during the summer when things were still okay to hang out mm-hmm. outside oh yeah we just decided to do it in our backyard and the run a big best, old giant water slide yeah best birthday so much hard that water slide was that was my terrifying. favorite birthday party so much ever. fun yeah was the water because slide. we got to do it too that was super fun. I never went down that water slide. Oh, you never went down. down that water slide? No. Tim's brother came over we and went down the water slide with my, us. My brother was nonstop down yeah. that water slide with my daughter, who shared the birthday with you, yeah. uh, with your son, because they Cody and uh, Cody Chiclet. and, and Chicklet, and they were just nonstop up and down that yeah. thing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, that was the best. I can't wait. My my picky eater though has already said he wants his birthday party at the Dinosaur Park over in Washington Park, which is cool. You get a blow up slide. Like that's better than doing it at the trampoline park. Hey, so. I love the Dinosaur Park. Yeah, I just want to get. Park. I just want to best get playground in town. I, I mean, if my kids don't want to do the water slide option this year, I think we just do that and make it part of the podcast. Sweet, I'm I love it. Where's the beer? Where is the beer? Someone stole it. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode on the Triad Podcast Network. Our mission is simple. Provide information, advice, and stories about the people and places that make the North Carolina Triad such a great place to be. You can find us by searching Triad Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much wherever you like to listen. If you like what you heard and want to support the show and those that contribute, we would truly appreciate a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. It helps spread the word along, as do your shares on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Triad Podcast. To get in touch with us, simply email info at triadpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Uh